insurance, guarantee, indemnity, assurance, safeguard, security, warrant, pledge, promise, cover, protection, guarantee, endorsement, precaution, surety, policy, collateral, indemnification, provision, bond, risk channels, discussions surrounding the insurance marketplace and what we need to do to stay ahead, to continue to make our families better, our personal lives better, grow our businesses, and fulfill our American dream. Let's get into it. Hey folks, and welcome back to the Risk Channels podcast. I'm your host, Mark Zettel. And this week, we're going to be talking about uh, forecasting for 2019 as it pertains to rates. Um, And we're going to really focus in on the auto line of business because while the majority of lines of coverage are seeing rate increases, the auto line in particular is at the high end or the highest. And um, we're going to talk about why. Um, What are some things that are driving that? besides the, I'll call it unprofitability that the carriers are seeing, but what are other items that are driving that unprofitability? So before we get into that, I want to start with two questions. And the first being, what issues have you experienced with your insurance partner or partners? And by partners, I mean carriers and or brokers. Um, so what hurdles, what what items have, have you experienced that are that have been issues or hurdles. Um, In conjunction with that, what do you want from your insurance partners? Um, That could be something that when you respond, dovetail off of the first question, or it could be something completely unrelated, Um, but we will take your feedback any which way you want to provide it, Um, because obviously feedback is very important for us and obviously all agents and brokers and and the insurance industry as a whole, but we want to use that and see what we can do to better your experience with us from a procurement and servicing standpoint. So if you can, go to our website, www.riskchannels.com, and you can email or utilize the Contact Us link there to send us your feedback, and we would uh, most certainly appreciate that and um, if you have any questions or anything at all, completely unrelated to those, um, those questions we posed earlier, feel free to send us um, for, send us those questions and we will get back to you. Um, that being said, let's get into the meat and potatoes of the podcast. So the auto line in particular is looking at a projected rate increase of anywhere between 6 and 10%, which is by far the highest of all lines of coverage. Now... Obviously, carriers deem auto um, as being unprofitable. Um, you know, loss frequency is up, loss severity is up, um, all driving the carriers to have combined ratios in excess of 106%. So, that being said, there are a couple of driving factors that are leading to these increased losses or the challenges on the auto side. And let's start with what I would consider to be number one. Number one is more miles driven. 
More and more drivers are out on the road more frequently since 2014, and the reason being is the turn in the economy. When people have expendable cash, gas is not as much as an issue. Um, they have expendable cash to go on vacations, and those could be within driving distance, not necessarily jumping on a plane. Um, but when people are on the road more in a good economy, that leads to the propensity or the probability of more or higher frequency, more claims, more accidents. Now, when you have more claims or more accidents, obviously, there's going to be more of a chance that a claim could be more severe. Um, you know, simple numbers. One claim, you know, you have one opportunity at severity. But if you have 10 claims, you have 10 opportunities where one of those claims could be a catastrophic claim, something of large substance to that carrier or for that matter to you. So obviously people being out on the road, driving more miles, it leads to a higher frequency, in turn, the higher propensity to larger claims. Obviously on the flip side, when people are in a down economy or a bad economy, they do not tend to drive as much. So that parked vehicle or that decommissioned vehicle poses less of a hazard, if any. Um, so you're not going to see as much of a uh, um, propensity to claim, which would drive the rate up. Um, the, the, this is a good one. The legalization of marijuana actually plays into the rates. And the reason being that studies were done in states that have legalized marijuana, both on a medicinal and recreational basis. And those states in particular are frequent, are, um, are experiencing 6% higher claims frequency. So states that do not have a legalization are actually doing better than states with the legalization of marijuana. Now, one of the big issues with marijuana or the usage of marijuana, and I'll call it the states that are, le or the, I should say the legalization of marijuana, is that marijuana, unlike alcohol, is not something that has some reliable testing to see, for lack of better words, how high someone is while they're behind the, the wheel of a vehicle. So unlike alcohol, you get pulled over and you are given a sobriety test and um, you know, a breathalyzer. That in itself can, within a certain range, give you a pretty accurate reading of how intoxicated a person is. Right now, there is no reliable testing or similar type of testing for marijuana, which obviously leaves a lot of things open-ended to how, how, uh, how intoxicated or high is somebody while they're operating a vehicle and what is their response time going to be. Um, Given the studies and given the facts of these studies, um, carriers forecast and see the potential or um, you know the propensity for more accidents, which obviously drives rates up. When you have more accidents, that's going to drive the rates. So carriers have to forecast for this, and that's partially built into the rating models. Um, another big issue is distracted driving. 80% of claims involve driver inattention, meaning drivers, 80% of those claims, or 80% of claims, drivers have admitted to just not paying attention. Of that 80%, or of those 80% of claims, 52% of them were attributed specifically to cell phone usage. So of all claims, 80% 
involve driver inattention, but specifically the driver inattention is driven by cell phone usage. Playing into this stat is younger drivers who have a tendency to utilize their smartphones more. Um, you know, obviously they're more connected to them than some of us older people. Um, that coupled with the fact that in general employment today, trying to hire, if you're a trucker or tow operator or whatever you are, trying to hire experienced, qualified drivers is becoming harder and harder and they are, come, they are becoming more scarce to come by. So what companies are doing is hiring younger drivers and these younger drivers a are less inexperienced and then b um, more prone to utilizing their smartphone while out on the road playing right back into the distracted driver issue um so that's item number two driving rates for 2019 another big item is high speeds um, speed limits have increased by nearly 40% over the last four decades. Uh, that stat obviously is important because when you talk about increased speeds, with each accident, you're talking about increased force, meaning that in comparison to 40 years ago, accidents are two times more forceful today because they're increased speeds. Um, so you're going to have a lot more damage associated with that accident today than years ago. Also playing right into that model, which is another item. I'll call it item number five in particular, is increased repair costs. Now you have vehicles that are built today, hypothetically safer, which statistically they are, because they're made of impact-absorbing material. But when you have more force and you have a material that's built to um, uh, absorb impact, what happens is those materials are damaged much easier. So the plastic and the carbon fiber on your vehicle today, while it's safer because it absorbs all that force, the damage is going to be much more extensive. So a repair for years from years ago that might have cost three, four thousand dollars. It's going to cost upwards of ten or twelve thousand because you're talking about a lot more extensive damage. In conjunction with not just the damage to the actual body, you have a lot of high-tech equipment in these cars, sensors. Um, if you have an electronic car, the uh, charging brain is actually located in the bumper. And when you have these high-impact accidents and these. Uh, uh, um, impact absorbing materials, those items or that technology that's inside of that is also being damaged, driving up the cost of repairs. Um, as a result of the five items that we just discussed, we're seeing rising rates. And again, they've been increasing since 2015. We, don't, we do forecast that these trends are gonna continue into 2019. Again, roughly about 6 to 10% across the board, specifically on the auto line. However, keep in mind, each account is underwritten on its own merit. So what do I mean by that? Some accounts might, because of their performance and their um, risk management, see a decrease. Whereas other accounts that are, I'll say, less desirable or um, not favorable may see increases in 
of uh, in excess of uh, 50, 60 percent. So th there's a large variety or a big, a wide range on account on a on an account by account basis. Some ideas or some things that you can do to maybe mitigate these um, increases or help uh, fight your case to mitigate these increases. Well, first and foremost, driver training programs. Carriers love to see driver training programs. They like to see that you're engaged, you're on top of it. Um, you know, you're providing your drivers the necessary uh, uh, training to help them be safer and do their job better. Another item would be something along the lines like uh, we'll call technology-based risk management. Things like GPS that tracks driver behavior or telematics. Um, things like driver selection criteria. While a lot of uh, firms run MVRs, it doesn't necessarily mean that they have a specific criteria that they utilize to cross-reference that MVR to on a point system to determine questionable or eligible or ineligible drivers. So having that driver selection criteria would be another key element. So those three items are just right off the top. We have several others. What I would suggest, folks, is if you, again, reach out to us with your feedback on those earlier questions, and then again, if you have anything else where you have uh, questions or you want some ideas on what to do um, to help maybe you know, better your position and your renewal process, just shoot us that email, reach out to us, and uh, some of these ideas and some of the other ideas that we have um, we can put our heads together and maybe change things for you, which in the long run will help you control your risk transfer costs over time. Um, again, folks, uh, we'll be coming back to you next week with some good stuff, but reach out to us with any questions. We really do appreciate the input, and uh, we look forward to getting back to you next week. Take care.